Welcome to English in 10 Minutes, real, unscripted English conversations about people, places, and their stories. After you listen to the episode, visit EnglishIn10Minutes.com. Last time, Wendy and I talked about the Winter Olympics, and now we're going to continue a little bit with that theme, talking about the sport that you mentioned that you love last time, which is figure skating or ice skating in general. Yes. Uh, I really love figure skating. I love watching it. And I also love doing it, participating in it as a sport when, whenever I can. Although that hasn't been all that easy to do lately. Right. So we're going to talk a little bit about our attempts this winter after we got back from Africa to find ice skating rinks for you to skate on. Uh, did you skate when you were a kid? Well, I did roller skating when I was a kid because I grew up in Alabama in the deep south of the United States, so it was very, very warm weather there. And I suppose it would have been possible to have an ice skating rink because, you know, you can make one indoors and you can keep it cool um, if you need to, but my city did not have an ice skating rink. So uh, I did roller skating, and that was actually a big hobby of mine. It was something that I really loved. Both of my parents had been really into roller skating when they were teenagers. They had actually met in a roller skating rink where my dad had worked. Um, so they put me into roller skating lessons very early. I think I was four years old when I started learning how to skate. So I loved that. And it wasn't until much later that I skated on ice for the first time. I think the first time was probably in Paris when I was living in Paris in my early 20s. Oh, wow. So really late. I think so. Yeah. I can't remember doing it before then. That's quite funny because last week you, you talked about how you used to watch figure skating at the Winter Olympics when you were a kid, but you'd never been on, uh, on the ice. And no. for me, it was the exact opposite, which is that, as I said, we didn't really watch or know about the Winter Olympics, but there was actually an ice rink very close to my house. Right. And it's gone now. Uh, it's a supermarket now. And my parents have actually moved right next to where it used to be. Hmm. Um, and so we used to go skating sometimes, yeah, on the ice when I was a kid. Okay. Yeah. So I missed that out on that when I was a kid. But when we moved to Switzerland, then I made up for lost time. And that's when I got really into skating because there are a few rinks in Geneva, Switzerland, where we were living. And they also offer classes for adults. So for a little while I was taking classes and, you know, I was an adult. So it was never going to be anything more than a hobby. Like I'm never going to be anywhere near the level of the Olympians that we're watching, you know, in the Olympics right now. They have to start when they're very, very young and, you know, train for hours and hours. So I wasn't doing, I wasn't trying to become a professional or anything like that, but I just enjoyed being out on the ice. And so I was learning a few little tricks and things and, you know, I could skate backwards pretty well and I could do a couple of turns and things like that. And I really loved it. But then when we moved to Portugal, unfortunately, there is no permanent ice rink in Lisbon. So there are some temporary ones that they set up in the winter, mostly around Christmas time. Um, but there are no permanent ones. So it's not a year round thing you can do. Right. So to just back up a little bit, the thing that makes it really great in Switzerland is firstly that you have these rinks, like you mentioned, mm -hmm. but because it's a winter country and because the culture is there, you also have a lot of natural 
Mm. Ice rinks or not rinks, but opportunities to go skating on ice out, yeah. um, you know, in nature, which is amazing. Yes, that's very true. Yeah. So there were a couple of times that we went to a lake up in the mountains, um, which it's a very large lake, so it doesn't freeze hard enough for it to be skated on all that often is relatively rare it might happen you know once or twice maybe in in one winter and then some winters it doesn't happen at all but we went up there i, I believe twice um we were able to skate on this huge lake and you're just completely out in the open and you can just you know skate in a straight line for as long as you want um yeah i believe it's the largest lake in europe or maybe in switzerland that freezes that completely can freeze mm -hmm. there's obviously larger lakes like lake geneva but this one which is called lac de Joux, uh does freeze completely whereas a larger lake has too much water and it can't do it yeah and then there was another place that we went in the far east of switzerland in a canton called graubunden where you're it's like you're skating on a river and it's not it's not entirely natural because it's not a, na a river that freezes over but they basically make a path right next to a river and um so they prepare it in such a way that that it will freeze and then it feels like you're you're skating down a river which is also really fun yeah we went especially to do that i think so we went all yeah. the way across switzerland just to have an opportunity to skate down this kind of frozen river and yeah that was amazing yeah yeah so i loved that um, but, you know, I also enjoyed just going to the rinks and some of them were outdoors, which is really nice. As long as it's a nice day, then I really prefer skating outdoors if possible. So I really appreciated being able to do that when we were living in Geneva. Right. So that's the kind of status quo that existed for us at that time. And mm. now we've moved to Portugal, which is not at all a winter country. It's a warm summer country. Um, and so now it's a kind of wasteland as far as ice skating goes. <laughs> unfortunately yeah i think that's probably a safe thing to say yeah so like you said they set up some rinks during uh christmas or, or at christmas markets so we went to try and skate at one of those but it was a bit of a disaster it was yes because that one that we tried was not actually real ice so it was a synthetic ice rink and I don't know what material it is. It's some kind of plastic or rubber or something that you skate on. And so we got there and I had brought my own skates because it really makes a difference what kind of skates you're using. And usually if you rent the skates at the skating rink, they're not very good quality at all and they don't sharpen them often enough. And so it's much more difficult to skate on them and especially difficult if you're trying to do any kinds of tricks or anything. So I brought my own skates and they told me, no, you can't use your skates because they're not made for this particular type of surface that we're using. So I was annoyed with that, but I thought, okay, I understand. It's probably true that, you know, you can't use these type of skates on this thing that isn't really ice. And so I took their skates and the moment I stepped out, on the rink like my feet just like went out from under me and it was it was impossible to skate like i think i made it around maybe two laps of this tiny little rink and then i just gave up because it was impossible and you had the same experience yeah i just couldn't even move on this stuff mm -hmm. um and then we went to berlin and there were christmas markets there and they had some real ice rinks yeah so Berlin, obviously, it's it's much colder weather than it is in Lisbon. And so they were outdoors, but it was cold enough that they could have an actual ice rink outdoors, still temporary and still part of, you know, this temporary Christmas market. Uh, so we went to one of those. 
but I didn't have my skates with me because, you know, I didn't bring my skates to Berlin on this short trip. And so I had to use the rental skates. So they weren't very good quality. And the ice was also not very good quality. It was actually really bumpy. So all I could do was, you know, skate around in circles. I wasn't able to skate backwards or to, to do to practice any of the things that I had learned when I had been taking lessons before in Geneva. So I was a bit annoyed with that as well. And then a couple of weeks after that, as the winter progressed, we went to Rome for a few days to see a friend who we hadn't seen for a long time. And then it turned out there was a rink there as well, another temporary rink uh, mm -hmm. set up during the winter. Mm -hmm. And I had researched that beforehand because by that time I had gotten obsessed with trying to find a place where I could skate. And so I saw that there was one in Rome. And that time I did actually bring my skates with me on this four-day trip to Rome. And so I went and skated there. And and it was great. It was it was a really good rink, especially for a temporary one. I thought that the surface was really well maintained, and it was outdoors, which of course was a lot of fun. Uh, the first time I went there, it rained, <laughs> but the, I didn't mind. I just kept skating in the rain. Well, you were the only one there, I so was, yeah. it was great. <laughs> you had the whole rink to yourself. I did, which is awesome because then you're able to you know go whichever way you want to. You don't have to keep going in the same direction as everyone else, and you just have lots of room to to practice different things so that was a lot of fun and then we went back the next day and we met up with with some friends and their kids who we'd never met before and uh, then we all skated together and so yeah I finally got my ice skating fixed for the year and that's going to have to hold me over for quite a while I think yeah so now the winter is almost over so we're definitely done for this year and we'll mm -hmm. see what kind of adventures we have next year trying to find ice for you to skate on <laughs> yep stay tuned I'm going to do some more explorations and uh, I'm hopeful I can find something listening to English in 10 Minutes. To download a worksheet for this episode, including the most useful vocabulary and a full transcript of the conversation, visit EnglishIn10Minutes.com.